Hey everyone, it's Stephanie, your hostess from the Macabre Family Podcast. I wanted to jump in right before the episode and kind of talk to you guys candidly about what I've been going through lately, and it has a lot to do with my depression and anxiety. I've been having a hard time getting out of bed, having a hard time doing anything but go to work lately. I've been napping a lot, and a lot of things have fallen to the wayside, especially this podcast. So I wanted... uh to stop in and kind of let everyone know I'm working on things, slowly getting out of it. Anybody that knows or has depression understands like it's a little process and you got to work on yourself and that's what I'm doing. I'm motivating myself and getting things done. But I just wanted to put it out there and let everybody know I'm not forgetting about the podcast. This is very important to me. I've just been having a really hard time lately. Um, Nothing to do with my home life, my family, nothing. It's just all it's internal and depression is an internal thing for me. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody for being so supportive and helping me along. Um, I also wanted to say happy Pride Month to everyone, especially everyone in our LGBTQIA community. Me and my son, Mikhail, will be going to the Pride event in Portsmouth, New Hampshire next weekend. And this is like what I said, I'm getting out of it. I'm going and doing fun things. So me and Mikhail will be at Pride in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Saturday, I believe it's the 22nd. So thank you, everyone, and uh, hope you enjoy this episode. Love you. Bye. Hello, and welcome to the Macaw Family Podcast. I am Stephanie, and today I have Mom. Mom's here. Hey. <laughs> um, I know I said I was gonna have somebody new, but you're stuck this week with the hilarious me. The recently healthy huh? from COVID, mom. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as better as ever. Right. Feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um. Do do do. So yeah, everybody came down with COVID. Yep. Except for me. Yep. But thank God it it really didn't hit it hard. It felt like a damn cold. Yeah. Well. Okay. Um, how many people die of the flu? So why is COVID such a... Because it's so spreadable. Oh, so isn't the flu. I guess. I don't know. Well, I didn't get it. People so. die from the flu and all of a sudden it became an epidemic. Oh, stop it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Shall we go into the political one more time? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I thought it was over. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. They, got they said it was over. While. And they then they put... Now they're not even put, posting anything on the news. Well, it's like we go through the whole thing. Yeah. All hanging out together because, yeah. you know. Two, what was it? When it first began, two weeks quarantine. Uh, then it was 10 days. And then it's seven. Now it's like, oh, what, three days now? Three days and just wear a mask out for yeah, five. Yeah, I think so. It was weird. Really? We all spent t- our time together through the height of it and everything. And then and only half not, really? na- not being able to come here for a week. Looking at Hazel through the window. I know. I, know. I was like, is this what everybody felt like? She was, she was the worst. She was the yeah, two weeks worth of sneezing and whatever. But it's the matter of they say, well, if you test positive, you're still not contagious. I don't understand that. Well, but- according, well, I guess. No, you guys were all contagious. Y'all got it. I <laughs> will. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Done with the freaking COVID. 
So, anyways, how are you feeling? Oh, good. Back good. to normal. A little cough, a little cough, you know. But yeah. yeah, back to normal. We just got back from uh, my niece's, our well, my niece, your granddaughter's. Yes. Uh, baseball, baseball game, game. day one. She's the only girl. Gotta go, girl. Yeah, I was the same thing when I played baseball. I was the same thing. Yeah, because we're <laughs> fucking cool. Although, although I was the only one in the league. Yeah, there was a couple of us. All righty, now we're going to get in the story. Before we do, I want to cite my sources. WordPress.com, ABCnews.com, and there was a 2020 on the case, and I listened to a few podcasts about it. So do you remember chat rooms? Oh, yeah. AOL time? Yeah, AOL, like chat rooms. Yep. MySpace. Yeah. Well, I don't, did MySpace didn't have chat rooms? No, you got to talk back and forth in MySpace, but it's around the time is what I'm saying. Yeah, being like in a chat room and you go to teen chats and you're like, age, sex, location. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I don't know the lingo because that was like. You were older. Yeah. I was watching you guys on the computer. So they, um. There's different chat rooms, obviously, like teen chat rooms, sports, mm-hmm. games. And um, there was one called Pogo. It was like a gaming site, but you could chat too, I guess. I've okay. never heard Do of it before. Do you remember the... Oh, no, those are the Pogs. Pogs? Yes, I remember Pogs. <laughs> <laughs> so the old, the problem with chat rooms is obviously, like, you, you've heard of catfishing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You watch TV shows? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you never Gotta really... love it know about like who's on the other side of that damn screen i mean i went to high school with a kid who got busted for For doing that for trying to meet younger girl and it was a cop but it was like she was 14 yeah Yeah, and he was older and he went to go meet them at the liquor store in new hampshire and got busted it was no fucking fault was he that way anyway was he kind of weird in school like i don't remember and I'm not going to say his name because I'm no. not 100% sure it's actually like his name. It, well, it, allegedly. So actually, for context, remember a guy we worked for who used to have a crush on you, right? Um, on the oh. He had a house on the water in Elliot. Don't say any names. Okay. No, I won't. You know who I'm talking about though, right? I, Old guy. Huh? Older guy. Older than I am? Way older. And kind of related into, no, no. Okay, I, keep going because it's so not we, ringing a bell. So he built a new house. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Remember his old girlfriend? He had a uh-huh. little house. Uh huh. She had a new boyfriend, and they, I think they had a kid together. Uh huh. I think it was him, or his <gasps> brother, one of the two. Oh my god! Because there was like a family, Ugh. and I think it was his brother or him. Yeah. I think it might have been his brother. Oh my god! So, for those who don't know, Catfish is pretending to be somebody else online. Nowadays is a lot harder to do with like all the different platforms out there, but it does still happen. You know, happen obviously because you watch. Okay, it can do. I mean, we're not even talking about sexuality or you know asking for dates or any or anything. Now, catfishing is just about everywhere. Older people get it. Hey, do you want you know? Yep. Like obviously, I'm sure people know. I met my husband on Tinder. <laughs> there were catfishes on there. I before I met Nathan, like I remember trying to date somebody, and he kept. There was always an excuse why he couldn't meet. Right. But right. He got in a car accident once. Oh. And his sister messaged me from you know what I mean. Oh my god. Like oh it's my like god. okay, just fucking. Just, uh, full of shit. Why waste somebody's time? Exactly. But, what? Do, what does it get you? No. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiots. But. 
I can't. I'm glad. So Matt Nathan on Tinder, actually married six years ago today. Yay! Six year anniversary. Happy anniversary. And we're not together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were together. I mean, you can't say it like that. He's working. Yeah, and you were too. So, well, today. No, I went no. to the baseball game. I know. Well, oh, that's we're work. working this. Yeah. <laughs> no. Anyways, let's get to the okay. episode. <laughs> okay. Catfishing. Friday, Ooh. September 15th, 2006, was just a normal day for 22 year old Brian Barrett. He worked at Dynabride Power Tool Plant in Buffalo, New York. Brian's shift ended at 10 p.m., and he walked out of the plant and headed to his truck. After he got into his truck, before he could start it, multiple gunshots ring out. Three bullets went through his driver's side window. He was hit in the neck and arm and died almost immediately. Mm. Although Brian was not found immediately. Uh, he was there all weekend. Yes. The mm. parking lot had been cleared out before Brian walked to his car, so he was all alone by the time he made it to his car. So due to this fact, Brian was not found until Monday morning, mm. which is so sad. I know. Who's was not looking for him. Huh? Well, there was a reason he wasn't reported missing. He had plans to go out of town and meet somebody. So he was going, he had to go out of town anyways. We'll get right. into it, but he had to go out of town. So people weren't missing him yet. Right. Because they thought they he, thought he was already yeah. gone. Right. So they must've been people coming to work that found him on Monday. Monday. Yes. Yeah. So nobody was there over the weekend, which I mean, I guess it's a power plant. So power tool, it was a tool plant, but oh, oops. But like <laughs> I go to work over the weekend and go to all these older like buildings with nobody right. there. But right. That's just me. Right. Well, it's not a power plant either. Yeah. Brian Barrett was, by all accounts, a good kid and a star athlete. He was a star baseball player in high school and still holds the record for the longest home run in his former high school's star point high. Nice. Longest home run? Fucking good. It's got to be a while. <sighs> Why isn't he in the majors? I don't think it worked out. I think he hurt himself. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. His former, oh my God, I wrote couch, (laughs) coach and athletic director told the paper that he never heard anyone ever say a bad word about Brian. Oh my God. To get COVID. Probably. (laughs) Putting it all over my microphone. You got to spray this down with Lysol. I I better not have it. We're going somewhere tomorrow. (laughs) Brian was a true victim in the story. He didn't do anything wrong and was caught up in a love triangle that he was manipulated into being a part of. So before we get into the story of how Brian was killed, we have to get into how we became part of the story in the first place. And I think I know it. I did tell you about it because I thought I it was going to be No, and I kicking. think I just listened to another podcast about it. To tell you. Who? Who? I, I don't know, but it's ringing familiar. That's Mor- why I said. Uh, he, Morbid it, did a podcast, but I think they did it like t- a while ago. Yeah. I usually listen Dateline or. Uh, oh, maybe. Well, their 2020 did an episode about this. Is 2020 Dateline or is that a different, totally different show? Yeah, I think it's a totally different show. Okay, because Keith Morrison's on Dateline. Yeah. I love his voice. I do too. 46-year-old Thomas Montgomery was a married father of two daughters. One day, one day, in May 2005, Thomas entered a chat room on the gaming site Pogo. Yeah, so have you ever heard of it? I haven't. I haven't heard of it. But there must have been hundreds out there. Yeah. I mean, I remember playing games online, but not like, remember Bubble Witch? Yes. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when we lived on Old South Road, you always would play that at the the desktop computer. (laughs) Desktop computer. When you were, I think you were probably 
nine, ten, we got the first tower, yeah. the first computer, very oh. first computer. Back in the day when the AOL, you would do. Yes, the, you had to do the dial-up, the free dial, uh, the free trial because AOL fucking was expensive. Oh, it was horrible. But that was your internet. It took me three hours just to hook up the computer. Nothing was color coded oh, and nothing was loaded. Oh my God. So it's funny to see the big desktop because I remember us having a desk in mm-hmm. that side dining room that we didn't use as a dining room. And it was just this big desk with a, a big, big, huge, huge computer. computer. Oregon Trail. Oh, remember? <laughs> I love that game. But now it's like I got my laptop. I have a small laptop. Like You don't have flips. to use a disc. No. You don't have to worry about getting scratched. So crazy. I know. Um, so in this... Okay. He mistakenly, quote unquote, yes, entered a teen chat room. Instead of leaving, he decided to make himself eighteen. He's forty six. That's a little sick. It's gross. His screen name was Marine Sniper. In this room, he started chatting with an eighteen year old girl called Tall Hut Blonde. Mm -hmm. So she spells it wrong. It's T A L. Yeah, not T A L L. No. No. God, I wish I knew like what the episode I, was. Yeah. Who was it? I, I, I know exactly the story, which is pretty cool. Okay, yeah. So then you know the ending. Oh yeah. Okay. Hopefully you And I was out. like my mouth was dropping. So Mine was too. Continue. That's, please. This is why I wanted to do it. So they started talking. Thomas said about this was quote, I kept thinking, Well, we're never gonna meet. I'll just play the game with her, unquote. This started out just talking, but quickly turned into flirting and then a full-blown online romance. I'm going to remind you, he's 46. Yep. The girl yep. he's talking to was 18 or yep. 17. I'm not sure. Different uh, sources, different, different sources will say 17. Some say right. 18. Right. Um, like I said before, he wasn't 18. He was 46. And he had two young daughters, I think 12 and 14. Yeah, they were, they were getting older too by... Go ahead. So not everything he said was a lie, though. Thomas wasn't lying about being in the Marines. No, he was a Marine. That was it. Was a Marine. That was it, though. (laughs) In his younger years, he was in the Marines. But according to his Marine records, he was not a sniper. And he actually never saw any battle. The true story of his life in Marine past was something he wanted to share because it wasn't impressive. And he wanted to impress the tall, hot blonde. The story he gave online was that he was an 18-year-old Marine sniper. He called himself Tommy. He claimed to have a black belt in karate and that he had already had some dark times in the Marines and he was getting ready for deployment in Iraq. So before we get into who Tall Hut Blonde is, we're going to take a break. When we get back from a break, we're going to hear everything about Tall Hut Blonde and hear all about how Brian got involved in the case and ended up getting murdered. And we're back. Hello. So I'd ask you what you think of the case, but I already know you know the whole oh. story. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a stinker. That's okay. That's okay. I know what's going on. All right. So as I said, we're going to get into who Tall Hut Blonde is. She was an 18-year-old girl named Jessie. She was from West Virginia and a high school senior and softball player. So let me remind you, he's 46. Yeah, she's a she's high school 18. senior. 
Yeah. So How she's sick is that? Still in high school. Oh, and she's in love. <sighs> I'm sure. The she relationship. Is in love. <laughs> the relationship between <laughs> Jesse and Tommy, quote unquote, continued on and only got deeper and deeper. They started sending photos to each other. Thomas sent Jesse pictures that were 30 years old. So one's from oh, his God. original boot camp. Give me a fucking break. Do, Sick how did he? How did he get him on the computer? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Scan him. Then how did you make him look recent? I don't know. So from the 80s to 2000, you think you're going to like, I mean, if he was in boot camp, that view never changes. No, no. So, and he's going to be wearing a uniform, which never changes. True. True, but kind of like you can tell with the background. I would, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like it being a worn photo. Yeah, a worn photo, or even like if well, you. I don't look, know that photo. Of that lady's butt on your your fridge is probably thirty years old. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was that was even before she was my age. I mean, I mean, she she was probably like 40? early forties. Yeah, yeah and that's uh, that's way before my. Well, age. friend, right? Yeah, Shelly's mom. Yeah, don't ask why we have a photo of somebody's. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> How, wait, that was found in the pictures for Jack, right? Yes. Why? Because he it? took it. Oh, okay. <laughs> he threw her in the pool. Oh, oh. And they were oh, just sorry, guys. They were well, yeah, what? Well, no, they were all supposed to be going out for dinner, and I think uh, she had done that a few times to Jack. So oh, okay. one time they were all ready and out for dinner or and whatever. He tossed her. And he picked her up and he threw her in the pool. That's fucking she hilarious. Had, back in the, you figure, 80s, 90s, probably. Yeah. yeah late 80s, maybe. Oh, God, that's funny. She had to redo her hair. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know, that was on. a bouffant back that's then. That's what I'm too. saying. That's funny. You know? <laughs> so, and so that's what led to that is she had to change her clothes. She ran up the stairs, strip, ran up the stairs. Naked. And, naked. Because you can't get camera out fast enough when it was back. Yeah, then. right. <laughs> wasn't on your can wasn't on your phone. You had to get that printed. <laughs> and then you had to get it printed if they let you have them back. <laughs> yeah, or that they can make copies of them, which is even uh -huh. grosser. Uh-huh. So in return, Jesse sent photos of herself at well as well. Great. The conversations got more sexual, and so did the photos. In an interview with 2020, Thomas quote said quote the relationship became more real to me than real life unquote so now he actually is getting into it as oh, far as i think a, he was from the start why would you continue talking uh, to it because you're bored i mean I why don't i don't understand the catfishing anyway i but. don't either it's stupid they would send gifts back and forth they would talk on the phone and send love letters to each other that's how you know she's a child love yeah, letters love letters and one of the letters jesse wrote Quote, I love you always and forever, Tommy. End quote. In response, in a response letter, Thomas wrote back, quote, I've never felt this way, unquote. Now, I think everything he's saying is true. Like, yeah. In his I mind. He so he's been it. married for, I don't know, 20 something years, two like kids. Like 27 years or something. Well, was it 27? I don't know. But anyway, it yeah. was a while. Two kids. Yep. But he, he loves this 18 year old he's never seen before. So according to Thomas, there was virtual oh, yes, sex has. going on between the two. He's he has, never, well, he pictures, that the pictures, yeah. yeah. That's virtual. Um, Thomas said, quote, the virtual sex made me feel kind of dirty, but I was too deep to sever the ties with her, unquote. Mm -hmm. 
He also said, quote, if I was smart, I would have just ended it, but it was like a drug that I needed every day, unquote. It was a fail good for him. I guess. Somebody Midlife crisis. <laughs> turning the corner to 50. Ugh. Not only was he pretending to be an 18-year-old kid, Thomas also was making Jesse, making us uh, talking to Jesse as Tommy's dad. So he pretended to be Tommy's the- dad, Thomas. Okay. Or I don't know what he called himself to her. But when she couldn't get a hold of Tommy because he was at boot camp or wherever he was. She talked to to Thomas as himself, uh, the father of Tommy. He would pretend to be Tommy's father. So now we're we're on the borderline of split personalities. So he would try to like fix things in their relationship and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Did they not get into this in the episode you listened to? No, they didn't tell tell us that part. Oh, there we go. New news. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he would pretend to be him. Tommy's dad and talk Jesus. to her. How fucked up is that? It's like, what do you say? He like he would um he had this whole elaborate plan. And that is that scary that this almost fifty year old man was like lying to her about who he was twice, technically. Yeah. Two different people. Two, two different people. And then having virtual sex with her. So <gasps> sexting or whatever. <sighs> 18-year-old girl. Yeah, well, yeah, because they would talk on the phone. How right. could you not differentiate the two voices? If you're young enough. I guess. Or not wanting to know. You know. You know, I know. You, it makes you wonder. It really does. In January 2006, Thomas Montgomery finally lost his reality. Like, his grip on reality. Mm-hmm. He wrote himself a note. It said, quote, on January 2nd, 2006, Tom Montgomery, 46 years old, ceases to exist and was replaced by an 18-year-old battle-scarred Marine. He is moving to West Virginia to be with the love of his life. Unquote. What a sicko. Ooh. I'm going to go get her. That's disgusting. That is. Um, It's just plain sick. But He's delusional. I was going to say if he's delusional, then he definitely has got a problem. Yeah. March 2006, one of Thomas's daughters was using his computer. When Jesse messaged him, his daughter told her mother, Thomas's wife, and she went into detective mode like women would do. Yep. I so she went and searched. Said, like, I can go from zero to internet detective in 2.5 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she did. She searched. She found all the love letters, photos, even a red pair of underwear that oh. Jesse sent him. <sighs> I want to get back to that. So remind me at the end of this. Okay. About okay. that. Instead of confronting her husband, she decided to send Jesse a letter and photo. It was a family photo, and in the letter she wrote, quote, let me introduce you to these people. The man in the center is Tom, my husband since 1989. He is 46 years old, unquote. <laughs> Jesse broke it off with Tommy immediately, sending him a text that she hated him and he should be put in jail. <laughs> After the heartbreak of finding out the lies of Thomas, Jesse went through his friends list on Pogo and found somebody to, oh, sorry, to find somebody to confirm the story that Thomas's wife told her. So he doesn't really know yet? (laughs) No, no. She like broke it off with him, but she was going through his friend list to to confirm that what he, his wife said was true. Was true. Yeah. And she found 
Brian Barrett. Jesse started messaging Brian or Beefcake as he was known online. He didn't lie about himself online and told Jesse like who he was. Right, right. So he helped Jesse out like with her dealing with what she was going through with Thomas. It's like, so the would nice you guy. think an 18 year old girl after being found out all that is going to jump back on right the bandwagon? I yeah. mean, it's maybe. crazy. He consoled her and they started to have a relationship. This didn't sit well with Thomas, obviously. Now he's jealous. Oh, yeah. He got very jealous. he loves her. Yeah. At one point, Thomas messaged Jesse saying that Brian will pay in blood. <sighs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> now we're definitely off the loony bin. Yeah. Jesse and Brian went all over the chat rooms letting people know about what Thomas is and who he was and everything. Like they didn't like mm-hmm. let his lie lay. I guess would be the best word for you. Why Just, can't they? They probably should have put proof out there. No, well, I don't. I mean, this was 2006. True. Jesse decided that she wasn't done with Thomas yet, though. <laughs> She's gonna tantalize him. Jesse would message Thomas saying how she missed him or missed Tommy. Yep. Next thing they were back dating. So she still doesn't have a clue? She knows exactly who he is, but she can't stop. But she wants Tommy. So now in her little pea brain. Right. But he claims nothing happened after she knew who he was. Virtual, sexual, whatever. Okay. Yeah. But their messages show, say otherwise, like very provocative things. Mm -hmm. Um, Next thing, like I said, they're back dating. Thomas thought he like won the jackpot. Jesse accepted him for his age and he was all good. Yeah. Like I said, now before. he's going to get up and, uh, uh, yeah. He was addicted to the relationship. Uh huh. But the next thing he knew, Jesse shut it down once again and started seeing Brian. Oh. Again. So she's playing these two, like against each other. She's just as crazy. Uh, it was too late and Thomas was fully obsessed with his relationship with Jesse and got severely jealous and wanted to take revenge on Brian for stealing Jesse away from him. It all came to a head, though, when Thomas heard that Brian was planning on meeting Jesse in real life. Brian had to go down to North Carolina and plan to stop meet and meet Jesse on the way back. And that was the trip he was talking. Okay. Okay. Uh, Little did anyone know, though, Jesse canceled their plans and bailed last minute. And this is why when Brian was killed, he wasn't found until Monday during the first shift at Dinobride. When Brian was found, the police quickly learned about the online love triangle and they knew they had to go find Thomas. Because uh, people at work knew all about it. Right, right. When he couldn't be located, they knew he was going to go find Jesse. So, um, Brian never even met Jesse yet neither, at this point. No, but neither of them have. Never will, no. obviously, but. Yeah. Um, so this is just, this is the stupidity of it all. It's all online. That's it. There's so much proof. There is no physical attachment, no anything. But this also would be why I personally think emotional cheating is cheating, mm-hmm. period. Like people having relationships, even if it's not physical, when you give so much of yourself right. to somebody, granted, but it's Thomas not true. was lying. Yeah, yeah. Brian, I could see because he was being honest. Right. And he's. He said who he, he was. Yeah, exactly. Thomas, obviously not. But he at the end, he was. So he was even more invested at that point because right. he's so like, was like, oh, okay. 
she likes me for me, but then they break up. Right. It's just it's right. mind games from a you know this child. Uh, well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So they they contacted the local law enforcement to where West Virginia, where Jesse was located. Uh, when they knocked on the door, it was answered by Mary Scheller. Hmm. She said Ooh, she was Jesse's mom, and Jesse wasn't there. Jesse's mom. The police sat questioning her, and they came to su- they soon realized mm-hmm. something very shocking. Mm-hmm. Mary's 18-year-old daughter, Jessie, was not the person mm-hmm. Thomas and Brian were talking to. Shocker. It was Mary, a mm-hmm. 50-year-old mother who was the person behind the computer, and she was using Cat her daughter's fishing. photos. Can you, that, yes, that blew the, my mind. Even the sexy ones. That blew my mind. I'm sorry, girls. I will not take pictures of you no, because don't. that is not I mean, photos. She didn't know her mother was taking. Like I know photos of her skirt. Can you? Can you? How did she get a photo? Of- being a being a mother, your children trust you. You should be the person they are able to go to, no matter what. Yeah. Nope. She was taking lewd photos of her own daughter. That is so so gross. So gross. And you wonder why this story stuck out in my brain. And fun fact, not just to these men was she sending photos. There was a bunch. There was a whole sloop. So like I said, not just Thomas and Brian. The sucky part is, listen to the end, people. Listen to the end. (laughs) That's the clencher Do you remember the red panties? Yeah. Yeah. Those were her daughter's underwear. Yeah. That she said to him. I have no doubt. Why doesn't she even buy that for herself then? You know know what I mean? uh, no offense, but a 46-year-old woman's butt and an 18-year-old's butt is not going to fit in the same kind of underwear. So Especially if she's like you a... You just buy them. You wear the nanny panties, don't yeah, you? I do. <laughs> I'm married. I just wear these shits oh, all the time. Shit. I don't care. Is that why I wear those? <laughs> the thongs? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. All right. Yes, she wears thongs. No, shut that. up. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't leave any underwear lines. It's so, better than the alternative. None? None. Like I'll call commando. <laughs> no, Jessie had no knowledge about what her mother was doing either. Nothing. She that had no is idea. The, uh, that is so sad. The poor child. Right? Poor child. So Thomas was charged and pled guilty to the murder of Brian Barrett. In exchange for his plea, he got 20 years. The reason he had pled guilty because the case against him was strong. Mm-hmm. So outside of Brian's truck, they found a peach pit. Yep. Which had his DNA on it. In shell casings? Uh, I, they knew what kind of gun. Yep. So obviously Thomas got rid of the gun. Right. But they were going through, when they were doing the search of the house, they found a photo, an old family photo. Right. And in it was a gun cabinet. And in the gun cabinet was the gun. <gasps> so they were able to... To put it together. Yeah, that the, yeah. he owned the gun, even It'll though it was be, gone now. That still would be... Circumstantial. Yes. But his DNA... Was all over the place. So he, pled, like I said, he pled guilty. Yeah. Guilty uh, and just... <laughs> yeah. So, so he doesn't get the death penalty. Yeah, well, that's a lot of times. That's why. Yeah, yeah. And I... Like I said, he was shot three times. Fucking psycho. Yeah. Now for Mary... Uh, Hello, press, Mary. Right? Hi, Mary. 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 I hope uh, nobody calling, married you. Stop calling people Karen. They call them Marys. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> this, it just, she was married at the time. She was married. 
the exploiting her child, oh, her child. Why couldn't they get her for that? So she was 18. And I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> the okay. prosecutors wanted to charge her with stuff. Okay, I would have charged her with murder too. They, pro- they tried their best to charge Mary for something and anything, but in New York they couldn't. She really never, she was like on the line. It was completely immoral, yep. but not illegal because mm-hmm. her daughter's 18. So, so they're not child porn pictures. But you wonder when the pictures were taken. Were the pictures taken when, yeah. when she was well, 17, she, she even not, the day before her 18th she, birthday? Right. She may not have um, gotten jail time, but her life did fall apart. Thank you. Although Mary's husband, Mary's husband divorced her. And the real Jessie cut all ties Good with for her. her mother. She she, her, she has moved, no right to be a mother. Moved out of her fa- like moved in with family in Virginia, and that's where she attended college. Good yeah, for her. I know Jess- I know one person that's not good at being a mother. <sighs> Actually, I know two people. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. There is, and a I live with line. both of them. Would you? Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows Michaela's not my real son biologically. <laughs> But nope. he's mine because yep. I took over for a mother who is not couldn't do her job for him or his four brothers and sister. I know. <sighs> That's what I mean. It's so sad. There's a whole podcast about being a step parent. But I feel really? like when it, yeah, what I feel like when it comes to being a step parent, it it's de- different because a lot of people different situations. I don't have to do that. No, you don't have to co-parent. Not, Sometimes whatever it can I be say, rougher too. Fucking go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Co-parenting is hard. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have to fucking do that. Well, I couldn't. Made it through. <laughs> Did we? Yeah, well, I don't know. You're, are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I ask your sister you, no, all the time. Are you you're okay? not co-parenting. You raised us. There's no, no offense it's to true. our fathers. They, they my dad the hates kids. Support. My dad hates kids. Oh, he loved you guys. But he didn't like us. He didn't no, like kids. He never liked. He you. doesn't like mess. <laughs> He's exactly me. I hate the mess. I don't even know why I want a baby. I, well, that's what I mean. Here it goes. <laughs> no, he hates the mess. He hates the noise. Yeah. Me. And he likes to be alone. Me. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But you did a good job. You raised us. Yeah. I had raised No him. help. Commotion. <laughs> really? Commotion. Every other Commotion. weekend help. Every other weekend. And Momor and Jackie used to take... Uh, I, I remember taking... Every other weekend or something, she took I to, to a couple of years. I was you. talking to her about that. Yeah. As everybody knows, my grandfather passed away, Jack. Um, a couple, what, March now? March 3rd. And uh, I was talking to Momore about how I just, I didn't spend time with Papuli. Right. It was with them. Yep. That's yep. like, no offense to never him. On, no, and he was never on that. He, that's Nikki's. Uh, yeah, but he still, yeah. it wasn't, you know. He didn't like kids either. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't have the patience. But more, more you that's guys where think, he, Yeah, you yeah. guys never, uh, Yaya Carroll watched Hunter when she was a little baby before she passed away. Well, that's, what, I remember if we did go to Bullies, it was the time we spent was with Yaya. With Yaya, yeah, exactly. Or outside, because they did have a pretty sweet yard. Yeah, no, he never... I no. do like remember some things like taking us up in the oh, bucket trucks, little yes. stuff like that. Well, girls belong in the house. Stop, stop. Boys belong outside with the men. Like my little sissy son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 
21st century. I know. You did not raise indoor <laughs> indoor children. <laughs> Just if, it, if you can't do it for yourself, don't expect anybody else to do it for you. No. So back to the story. Oh, are we done? <laughs> no, almost. So Brian's family still really Sorry. hasn't come to terms with how this happened. They don't they, understand, they can't it. understand it's, it. It's unexplainable. Like it's unnecessary. Stupid. Yeah. Yes. They're heartbroken that their son lost his life over an online love triangle that he hadn't a clue. No idea. No idea. He died thinking that the person he was talking to was an eighteen year old girl who was in love with him. Yep. And he was only yep. twenty two, so it was a perfectly fine relationship. I know. And then he hit walk. Ugh. Annoying. The both of those people. She should have got it just as bad. She she should have been a, a they should, a, a, something or like there's there's got to be something where you push somebody to, to the def- edge. Yeah. yeah, because that definitely. I she hope got they change. Yeah. I hope did they change any of the laws? No, there's literally no law against catfishing, which is fucked up. If you use my photos without permission, fuck that's you. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But they say you put them out there for people to take. It's <gasps> like well, you don't give us. You don't yeah. give us. I guess you, that makes sense. To yeah, but they're not. Yeah, if we wanted to see it, fine. We don't want it passed around. Why can't where we place it? Well, my that shit's stays. private. So if somebody's gonna steal photos, they're gonna steal it from people I know them. Well, I, that's yeah. that's what I mean. But they shouldn't even be able to do that. You know, without like permission. You, you shouldn't be able to hold the photo and hit save. Exactly. It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I unless like, it's my your personal own photo. stuff. Obviously, is private. But my yeah, the podcasting other stuff, you, stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying that I think she's just saying I J S I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all for listening. I'm Stephanie and that's my mom, the macabre family mom. Ah, right. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's usually that's like, yeah, that's us. That's us. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on all the socials. Macabre family on Instagram and TikTok. The macabre family podcast on Facebook. Also, you can email us with questions or story ideas at macabrefamilypod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on all listening platforms, please and thank you. We will be back next week with a pride case. Well, not really pride. It's a part of an LGBTQ um, case. Is it this week? I mean. It has a drag queen in it. And I will be hosting it. And my co-host will be Katie. Oh. I already asked her. Oh, you did. Cool, cool, cool. Because the case I'm doing, she knows uh, about. And we both are love drag queens, Mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. We're going to Pride next weekend together. Oh. Us and the kids. Yep. And, uh, yep. uh, What's the movie called? Paris is Burning. Never heard of it. It's It's about the ballroom scene. You probably wouldn't know. No. But watch that in Hope... uh, in like uh, research for next week, people, then you'll know what's going on. Um, thank you all again for, and have a great weekend. And like I said, it's my anniversary and we're going on the Thomas Layton tomorrow. Happy anniversary. To Star Island. Ah, uh, and you're going to have. Isle Shoals. Yes. You've already done a story on that. I did. But we're not mm-hmm. going to that island. We're going to Star Island. Star Island. Which is it, the island. It's just the as bad. Nose is right next to it. Yep. You can see it. There's a few islands out there. But last last time we went on this trip was the day after our wedding. And the storm rolled in. Remember that? Oh, wow. The storm rolled in. It, we were about to leave. This huge storm came in. Huge waves. We watched two boats crashing off the rocks. Hey. Our boat was like, shoo, shoo, yeah, tipping and stuff. It's scary. Oh, yeah. People were, oh, we're right off the coast. Like, I know. We would have been fine. I know. People were still... screaming me and they were like, okay. Really? 
I mean, obviously, well, I've, Nathan's been on the boat before. Well, yeah, he did offshore, and I did the five right. weeks of right. sailing from Maine right. to Florida. So I'm just like, this is nothing. Yeah, this is nothing. No. No, somebody's we'll, like get we'll the life that. vest i'm like yeah so you can freak everybody out no i know fine. just like <laughs> me and nathan actually helped the skipper get all the there's deck chairs yeah this wasn't the thomas layton it was a smaller boat yeah so we we're helping him on the the outside of the, the boat because everybody was inside yeah, yeah get all the chairs out so they weren't falling over <laughs> we have lots of pictures it was they weren't from wild. around here apparently Nobody's from fucking around here right I now. I know. Well, I know. During that time, yeah, true. Not until after July. Yeah. No, fuck this. And, and actually, that's when so everybody comes. Six years ago, this will be making the trip. Six year anniversary for the trip is because we went yes. the next day after our wedding. It'll be the next day. Right. Yep. Because, yep, it falls on the same day. It, it's weird. It really does this year. Is it every six years or every seven years? Think, oh, leap, leap year probably mm-hmm. makes a difference. But yeah, this would be the actual day we had our wedding. What is it? Wow. Four o'clock? Yeah, it was late. Four o'clock and it rained on my wedding oh, day. I babysat. Well, thank well, you came. I, I babysat all the drunky McDrunks. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> me neither. But thank you, everyone. And uh, have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.